Hey, you're on air with Ella, where we talk motivation, mindset, personal development, basically everything you need to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Let's go. One thing I think we can all agree on is that life is always changing, sometimes in small degrees and sometimes in giant leaps, for better or for worse. One of the most often complaints we have is that of overwhelm. Overwhelm as a verb, means to bury or to drown beneath a huge mass, to defeat completely, or to give too much of a thing, to inundate. So to be on the receiving end of this is to experience overwhelm, to be crushed, to be buried, or to be inundated. Usually what we mean is to say that we are in a state of overwhelm by all that we need to do or by all that we are feeling or by all that we are supposed to do and and don't even know where to start. You may be in a state of overwhelm created by a myriad of factors that make you busy. Maybe it's parenting or marriaging or working or managing the household or too many projects or too many businesses or just too many things on. Or maybe you're overwhelmed by your financial state or your daily unnamed stress or anxiety. Perhaps you're falling prey to what we talk about so often here and you're overwhelmed by your need to be something that you are not. Your need to meet a standard, to be better, to be thinner, to be stronger, to be prettier. Maybe you're overwhelmed by the pain you see every day all around you and feel powerless to stop. Maybe your overwhelm comes from current events, injustices, the lack of common sense perceived around you, or fairness, or equity. Did your radar ping at any of these? Can you relate to that feeling where overwhelm feels crushing? Overwhelm keeps us small. As long as we are crushed underneath the weight of a thing, we are right where the oppressive weight wants us to be. Flat out, pinned to the floor. Overwhelm robs us of our power by robbing us of our mobility. We cannot move forward. We're held in place by the weight on our back. And so we despair. Despair can be paralytic. As I said in our last episode, it's even dangerous because despair says, I don't know what to do here, so I will do nothing. Despair robs us of our power too. In present times, I'm moved to talk about this, to remind us of who we are and why we are here. We are not here to be crushed under the weight of our own overwhelm or by the despair we feel when we look at the world. But I want to break it down. So to address this, I want to talk to you about three different concepts in our circle of influence. They are control versus influence versus acceptance. Now, I don't know about you, but I used to think and act as though I could control so many things that blew up in my face. Experience brings experiences. (laughs) And they have taught me time and time again that I control so much less than I used to think. I'll share a short list of things I thought at one time or another that I could control, okay? When I was younger, I thought I could control what people thought of me. I thought I could control how smart people thought I was. I thought I could control how my boyfriend would behave or whether my social group would accept me. Later, I thought I could control how my marriage would go according to my terms and expectations. I thought I could control what people would think of me after a failure or how my career would unfold. 
or how my children would develop and according to whose timeline. I thought I could control how my body would respond to different food regimes or exercise, various treatments intended to control it. You get the idea. I wanted to control how my family would experience each other. The list goes on and on, and the more I experienced, the more I realized that my false sense of control and my need to feel that I was in the driver's seat on any one of these caused me far more pain than the thing itself. So if you can't control the thing, I ask you, can you influence? Remember, control, influence, acceptance. Can you influence? I think of influence inversely. My experience is that we think we can control so many more things than we can, and then we wildly underestimate where we actually have influence. I can't control the world's economies. I cannot control the world's systematic injustices. I cannot control what happens in the media or what comes out of other people's mouths. But where do I have influence? And what can you do with that influence? I can't change other people, but I can speak up. I can lead by example. I can use my own money a certain way. I can read a thing. I can teach a thing. I can start a conversation. I can end a conversation. I can step out into the world and try out my influence in a 30-foot radius in my own home. What about my neighborhood? My community? My country? The whole world? What? I don't know. I started a podcast in my basement five years ago, and if you had told me then that I would be able to talk to you wherever you are right now, whether you're in Canada or anywhere in South America or whether you're in Australia, Africa, the Middle East, Europe, England, North America, I never knew I'd be able to talk with you, my friends, in these various places. I never knew that we would have influence in this community that didn't exist until I took a risk. If you're here, right? If you're here, you're an influencer. Can you write? Can you speak? Can you create a thing that matters to you? Do you have a passion that you can pursue? Because if you have that passion, my friend, that is where you will have influence. You were given a different stack of passions than I was. Some of them might be the same, but your total stack is different than mine. Why do you think that is? It is because nobody, nobody but you was meant to influence their corner of the world the way you were. Where do you have influence? Where is your influence needed? All right, you say, okay, nice, Ella. (laughs) I know there are some things that I cannot control, but I can, in fact, have influence. But sometimes life comes at you hard, and not only do you not have an iota of control, but truly you have no influence. Let's call these hurricanes, metaphorically speaking. A hurricane is a force well beyond your control. It's happening around you and to you. It is from somewhere else. It will stay as long as it likes and it will do what it wants to do. This might be A, an actual hurricane, (laughs) or B, perhaps an illness or a world event or a condition of human existence in the world right now or an injustice that existed long before you breathed air on this planet. Maybe it's a rejection or a closed door of some kind. This hurricane, this thing that you can't control, it might be in human form. It might be a disloyalty, a disappointment, a death, a divorce that you didn't see coming. Maybe it's a job crisis or, I know this is a real stretch to the imagination, a worldwide pandemic with universal economic implications. (laughs) There are an infinite number of hurricanes in our life and we would be hard pressed to contain them. So maybe that's it then, right? 
Like, I can't control it. I can't influence it. I must accept it. Control, influence, acceptance. Well, that's not great news, right? If that's where it ends. This is a loop that takes us back to overwhelm, back to anxiety, despair, sadness, whatever the feeling you tend to feel when you lose your power. But here's the truth. Here's the thing. Your sphere of influence is so much greater when you realize the power that you do have. When you open your eyes to your own power, you can truly dismantle the overwhelm. That means you can break it up. You can take it apart and handle it. Brendan Burchard wrote, Success in almost any endeavor is made possible not by the circumstances, but by malleable factors we can actually change with effort and intention. Success is not made possible by the circumstances, but by the factors we can change with effort and intention. What does that mean? It means that even in the face of circumstances you cannot control nor influence, you can determine how you will accept and adapt. What is the thing right now that is creating overwhelm for you? I want you to name it. I want you to hold space for it in your head. Name it for yourself right now. Is it money? Is it your career? Is it a relationship? Is it a disordered relationship with your own body? Is it a diagnosis? Maybe it's more nebulous than that. Is it an environment of tension or hurt or resentment? Or is it more widespread? Is it injustice or unfairness or misunderstoodness? I made that up, but you get it. I want to remind you of your great power, no matter what your particular hurricane is right now. Hold your hurricane in mind and consider these eight examples of your sphere of influence right in the eye of the storm. You get to choose, number one, the mindset that you choose to adopt. An example of that is, do you have a growth mindset or a closed mindset? A positive mindset or a negative mindset? The world is for me or the world is against me. You get to choose the mindset that you choose to adopt. Number two, the language that you use to express yourself to others and to yourself. You can say to yourself, I have to work out. I hate the way that I look. He always does this. This always happens. Or you can choose language of empowerment, of gratitude, of compassion. Number three, the focus that you give be it less or more. You can choose the way you treat others despite the circumstances. You can choose the discipline and the constancy with which you strive for your goals. You get to choose whether you show up or avoid. Number six, your resilience. The way you bounce back from losses, from the smackdowns that life will deliver, you get to choose. In the face of your hurricane, you get to choose number seven, the way you take care of your physical body, be it your food, your sleep, your exercise, your movement. You get to choose no matter what the circumstances, how open or closed you will be. Your heart, your eyes, your mind. Those are just eight. There are more. Here's the point of these examples. Where you have to adapt to something beyond your control, how you adapt is your power. So even in the most challenging of times, in almost any context, my friends, your sphere of influence is so much greater than despair would have you believe. Think about it and let's continue the conversation. Riddle me this, where are you trying to control, but you need to accept and adapt? Where do you believe you cannot control, but you have more influence than you ever considered? What can you do with that influence? 
Where is your influence needed? Finally, what can you control? Don't be distracted by the things we used to try to control. What can you control? Here's a hint. See that list of eight again. Play it back. (laughs) You get to choose. You have control over your mindset, over your language, over your focus, over the way you treat others, over your discipline and constancy, over your resilience, over the way you take care of yourself, and how open or closed you choose to be. All right, more to talk about. Let me know some of what this inspires in you. And thanks for always inspiring me. Okay, bye for now. Tell me what you think about this episode. Find me on Instagram at onairwithella. Would love to hear from you. Would love to hear your thoughts about today's show. And tell me what you want more of, all right? I'm here for you. See ya.